Hi, everyone. From the Pointer Institute, I'm Jill Geisler. I'm recording this podcast in December of 2011, a time when people are holiday shopping for gifts or dropping hints for the ones they want. And if that means book purchases for you, for aspiring great bosses, I have a few suggestions. These are books, fairly recent publications that I've read and enjoyed this year. Thought you might, too. Here are my recommendations. Number one is The Progress Principle by Teresa Amable and Stephen Kramer. It's a really good research-based book on employee motivation and engagement. It's based on a major research project they conducted among 238 employees in seven different companies who all kept daily diaries of what was going on at work and in their heads and hearts at the same time. When they crunched those 12,000 diary entries, they found key aspects of motivation. And the big breakthrough was the idea that progress, the sense of making even small progress each day, is a motivating factor for employees. Now, the challenge, of course, to bosses is how to be a catalyst and how to remove obstacles and how to nurture that feeling of moving forward. The book has good advice. It's called The Progress Principle. There's another book on employee motivation and engagement I enjoyed. It's called Shine, Using Brain Science to Get the Best from Your People. It's by a psychiatrist named Edward Hollowell, who specializes actually in attention deficit disorder, that is, and shifted his focus in this book to employee engagement and brain science. He has a five-step process in the book on how to match people to jobs, how to build teams, the importance of play at work, the importance of giving people challenges and goals, and, of course, how to recognize and reward them. Again, the book is Shine by Edward Hollowell. Another book I enjoyed was Standout by Marcus Buckingham. Buckingham was the author back in the late 90s of a Gallup organization book called First Break All the Rules, a really popular book that talked about building on people's skills and strengths. That led him to be a part of publishing a book called Strengths Finder, which had an online assessment that helped people identify their strengths. Well, now he's building on the Strengths Finder with a new instrument called Standout that's a little bit more complex and he believes is a little bit more effective. You read the book, you get a code, you go online, you take the assessment, and then you find out what your top two strengths are among many and then you're given advice as to how to leverage your strengths and how to make sure that the downside of those strengths doesn't bedevil you. The book is called Standout by Marcus Buckingham. Another book I enjoyed is called Blind Spots: Why We Fail to Do What's Right and What to Do About It by Max Bazerman and Anne Tenbrunzel. These are business ethics professors from Harvard and Notre Dame, and they will scare you with their research Because what they'll tell you is that even though you may be an ethical person and you've taken ethics training, you and I and everyone have blind spots. And unless we read carefully and learn how those blind spots develop, we'll make bad, biased decisions. The book is well-researched, offers good advice. Again, it's called Blind Spots, Why We Fail to Do What's Right and What to Do About It. Another book, The Checklist Manifesto, How to Get Things Right by Atul Gawande, is a really interesting and brisk read. He's a really good writer. He happens to be a surgeon who's fascinated with the idea 
of improving process. He looked at the checklists that airline pilots use to keep us safe in the skies to see how they might apply in surgical suites. And then he took that idea, that learning, all across the world working with the World Health Organization. Now, you might not be a pilot or a surgeon, but there's something for you in the checklist manifesto because checklists are actually an art. Getting them down right, not too long, not too short, right content. But most of all, checklists lead us to take a look at the way we communicate and the culture in our organizations, no matter what that workplace might be. I strongly recommend this book. Those are five I would recommend, and here's my P.S. Coming up in June of 2011, there'll be one more book for you. This one's called Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know. I'm happy to tell you about it because I wrote it. In fact, it's already online on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, available for pre-orders. Work Happy is going to take all these ideas that you get from other books and give you direct advice on how to put it all to work how to be better at communication and collaboration and conflict resolution and motivation and performance management and your emotional intelligence and even how to manage your boss. I want to help you really improve your workplace by becoming that great boss. There'll be self-diagnostics and exercises and ways for you to try out all these ideas right in your own career. Well, that's it. Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know, and the five other books that I hope you think about this holiday season. Happy holidays, everyone. From Jill Geisler at the Pointer Institute.